Welcome to Sew and Tell, where sewists from fashion, theater, and indie sewing bring their different perspectives to the hottest topics in the sewing community. I'm Kate Zeinard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we are gearing up for the new season and talking about the upcoming trends. Then we'll discuss what we're planning to sew for the warmer weather. And I have to say, I am so ready for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we jump in, how are you two? It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, it has. It really does. And it's funny because it really hasn't been that long since we did our live. Um, It's true. Yeah. But yeah, it feels like it for sure. Well, I'm doing quite well. How are you guys? Doing okay. I feel like I've been, um, I've been sewing quite a bit, but I'm not really sure what I've been making. Been doing like (laughs) a lot of, um, I'm doing like a lot of little things, like little mending here and there, doing some fixes that I'd meant to be getting to for a while, making a lot of cropped t-shirts from ready to wear t-shirts, just a whole lot of weird odds and ends mm. <laughs> so you're just cropping t-shirts just cropping t-shirts over here <laughs> i love that <laughs> i i don't oh. i've got like a, a formula so i've got like get some men's like i've been thrifting some men's t-shirts and kind of cropping them oh, and um i've got my my formula that i love and yeah because i actually i don't have a lot of um kind of like graphic tees and stuff i'm this is aspirational sewing. It's not warm enough to be wearing cropped tees at all. I'm just, I'm going to be ready when summer gets here this time. (laughs) In the meantime, I'm plugging away at my pieced and quilted uh, Tamarack jacket, which hopefully I will finish in time to actually wear for a short period of time before it gets too warm to wear it. Um, I'm getting pretty close, actually. I have, I think seven more motifs to finish off the sleeves and then I'm and I've actually already started construction on the front and the backs because I have finished quilting them so it's a long process and I'm like um binding my um my seam allowances with Hong Kong finishes and all sorts of fancy stuff so wow um, yeah it's it's kind of intense but uh it's kind of nice to just so something really complicated and really just take my time and embrace and enjoy so because hong kong's that's like two stitch lines per just the seam allowance edge right or is it three Mm -hmm. it's so so then that's like one seam is how many one two three the center four five wow so each seam there's five (laughs) stitch yes Luckily, however, the Tamarack jacket oh. does not actually have that many seams. Oh, that's <laughs> true. It's 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 bound. It's, it's front and back sleeve. Um, it, it's pretty it's pretty simple. So um, I did oh, that's do that. Good. <laughs> I did do the binding though on the um, inside in the po- around the pocket backs on the inside too, and they look pretty cool. Um, wow! Need to post a picture to Instagram, and so we'll see. Please do. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I've just been surging up a storm. I go through phases where I'm just like woven heavy and then I just switch to sewing like five knit garments and I go back to woven. So I'm in knit sewing mode. I've just been like surging all sorts of things. I've made like several of the 
um, the axis or the axle. No, the I always get those mixed up. The axle tanks from Sophie Hines. So many. Axis. So, axis. Oh, okay. Yep. So it is axis. Oh, it is axis. Okay. I was right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have had a really deep thought about my stash fabric, and I have discovered. Um, I think if you would ask me on a normal basis if I like sewing with knits or wovens better, I would have said wovens, but. I have no knit fabrics in my stash. I think when I get oh. them, I sew them right away. I think wow. I'm like slowly moving over to being more of a a knit sewer. It probably has to do with like the season as well. But I was just, you know, having deep thoughts about my stash and discovered that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, talking about the season. Exactly. Let's talk about the seasonal trends. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, queen of segues. <laughs> yes, we need to exactly. we need to get rid of that whole sewing pun count that we haven't contributed yeah, anything like... to for forever and just start in <laughs> with Meg's beautiful segues. I know. Oh, geez. Uh, well, it was obviously an interesting year for the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of the first season that we're seeing that the shows were really during COVID time because we saw the fall trends they show in February. So kind of we had those shows last year. And so these were shown in September. So right kind of in the middle of everything. And designers really adapted. I just want to give uh, a shout out to one of my favorite designers anyway, uh, Machino. They did a Barbie fashion show. I mean, they did a runway show. They sit with Barbies and they filmed it. And I just thought that was so amazing, the creativity. Uh, and so many did virtual shows or mm-hmm. showcases or really socially distanced physical shows. Uh, so it, there was a lot of uh, creativity in in that way. And I just thought the Barbie fashion show, uh, with the sustainability factor too, how much less fabric because yeah. the designs are really just a showcase for, you know, the buyers to, you know, order what they, you know, would like from, you know, from the collection to stock their boutiques and, you know, what really makes it into the stores and, you know, celebrities picking what they want to wear or order for, you know, a red carpet. So I just thought that was so, that was just so interesting and so sustainable too, because you don't have to, it's just kind of the the sample. I don't know. So yeah. that's a must, a must check. And some of them, some of the designs actually made it into some of these trends, which I thought was so funny. I'm scrolling through and there's a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh. I think that must, must be interesting on some level because so many models are so flat chested and so flat bodied and Barbies generally have more of an hourglass shape that must've really affected something about how they looked. I'm going to have to look into this more. Mm-hmm. But it is also really good to see a lot of designers. I know uh, Christian Surian, they're so the the runway shows when, you know, they and even in these trends, too, they are embracing more, you know, fuller figure models. Mm-hmm. And it is generally like you would never see. And now it's like way more often. So it's always good to see that, too. But, yeah, good point yeah. about the Barbies as well. All right. So I picked an article that I was kind of shopping around for articles to kind of link to one. And this, this, I saw some foundings with um, related articles in, in the trends. And it's from Vogue UK. And it was just a really great summary of these like 12 trends that 
are predicting for the season and what, you know, designers are making up. So in our fashion, we'll go through kind of each one of the trends. I'll just kind of give like a brief recap. Totally make sure to go to the show notes and see all the visuals. It's just, oh, I just get so inspired after these episodes, don't y'all? Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just like talking about what we like and don't like and what we're going to sew. So we're, we'll kick it off with monochrome magic. So this is really using just really black and white together in an outfit or in a pattern, a print, like a checkerboard. I think this is a pretty classic trend. We kind of see it come and go. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I love, I just bought some black and white printed fabric from Blackbird. It was one of their signature like squiggle prints. Mm-hmm. And I think those are really in right now, you know, those black and white prints. I love black and white together. That's yeah, probably, yeah. if I do a print, that's probably, it's usually <laughs> that. And yep. um, I don't, I don't love the checkerboard version of it because I think it's just like having little boys. I just see. Oh, like, race car. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I cannot get away from that, but I've seen so many examples of that done really well. I've even yeah. seen you know, people do piecing. So they piece their fabric (gasps) Mm -hmm. in the checkerboard and then use that to um, make a garment from. And I, I love it. I just, I cannot get that out of my mind, but in general, love this trend. (laughs) Kate's just, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to weigh in? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. no. It was just your face. It was just, it was just funny. Your facial expression. It looked like you had something. I know. It looked like you were having things. You know, I was just thinking about, yes, Amanda and black and white. And, and I am such a color fan that black and white is not something I do, but I mean, I really like the look. It's just Mm -hmm. not, not anything that I generally do. So I'm just, just kind of sitting there mulling over those things in my brain. You're having deep strange look on my face, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just a thinking face. Yeah, deep black Um, and white thoughts. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, well, the checkerboard, it's always been my dream kitchen to have a white and, like, black checkerboard tile kitchen. I had one growing up, and I just love it. I think I might even just, we should just try and paint it on our floor anyway. We paint our floors. I feel like that would go well with lime green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really does. And mm-hmm. it just shows you, I think I remember way back uh, in one of our first episodes where I interviewed Tiffany Pratt um, mm-hmm. the home, and how fashion and home decor, like these prints, you'll kind of see them more in home decor kind of going um, kind of fluid with each other. So just interesting to bring that up. All right. Next, we have the new look bralette. So this is kind of just a really crop top and it's not one style of bralette you can really you see the designers going from yeah a pinup kind of bralette really fitted or just kind of a crop top so we're seeing those mm-hmm. cropped uh, mm-hmm. and one of a, a new pattern company that I not I just recently discovered so new to me a uh, tint of mint patterns they just came out with this Nora top it's a square neck bralette and it's it's so in line with this trend and I love it you know I This is not my favorite trend, but it did make (laughs) me think a lot about a little hint, hint here. Our next sew along pattern, (gasps) which has it's not not a bralette, but it has that same kind of structured look to it. Um, So it kind of made me happy that we were kind of hitting on that trend. But you'll have to wait to find out more about that one until you get the summer issue of Sew News. It's a cute one. So cute. Yeah, and I just like they're so comfy too. I mean, this was 
I love this trend because I've been totally making them and wearing them. I think because as my yeah. waistline of my pants get higher, so, so <laughs> they just keep coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Uh, the next one we have, do the floss. <laughs> and <laughs> it's Kate laughing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, no. No. So... This is lots of like midriff flossing and you can see just like lots of strings and ties, wrapped straps wrapped around the waist. Uh, And I realize I've done a lot of this. (laughs) My Niagara skirt from the first Capsule Studio, it's kind of like that, like I once wore it as a bathing suit cover up and I wrapped the ties like up, uh, up. Like mm-hmm. above the skirt. So I've totally done this look. And I'll put a picture in the show notes. Uh, way long ago, we, when I was uh, more working with Berta, we did uh, Runway to Reality. And we would each pick a look from the runway. And there was a look that was flossed to get, like it was grommets on the top of the dress and then in the skirt. And I weave shoelaces through them. And so... This is this is all me. I love it. <laughs> does it feel like does it feel like a throwback? Like it, there's it totally, some of those looks. This is so throwback. Kind of like two yes. thousand yep. to me. Mm-hmm. Like because they, I don't know. They look kind of edgy and yeah. I don't know. I don't know the right word, but it definitely felt like it wasn't something that I'd never seen before. And I, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's something that I wear, I would wear, but I think some of the interpretations of the trend are better than others, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, uh, like how Kate would make this trend, if like we forced her to like make a trend. <laughs> this would be the one. <laughs> He'd make me do this. Yes. Just because you, no, you hate me that much. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to see your interpretation. Yes. Uh, I'll do it on a Barbie doll. (laughs) Oh, good idea. (laughs) Next we have take the floor. So this is like, you know, maxi skirts and dresses, but done in shears and gathered panels and tears. So it's like a sheer kind of maxi dress, which is super fun, um, kind of floaty for spring and summer. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing this like as a cover up for sure. I like this one too. Oh, yeah, no, this one's nice. It's it's really reminiscent of my maxi dress sew along that we have up on Sew Daily. It's mm-hmm. that Berta uh, pattern. It was um, really kind of long and uh, had that sheer to the floor, the floor style. All right. The hemlines are getting wide. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> wide leg pants, wide stride. You just, it's, you're just not seeing those really skinny jeans and anymore. It's these really high-waisted, wide-leg pants that are super flowy and fabulous. Um, and I love this. I love, I just can't go to form-fitting pants anymore. No. <laughs> I agree. I feel like it's interesting because it looks like most of the styles are more like a structured pant. So they're like, yes, there's yeah. like, there's a little bit of paper bag waist, but there's also totally. like a lot of pleating and stuff. Exactly. Um, which I, I don't know. I haven't been wearing as much of a formal pant recently, but I think in general, 
I I like the trend. I like the I like the wide leg everything. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like a wide leg suit pant. They're not necessarily exactly. elastic. It's like a trouser. You see, it's like a sla- it's like a slack type. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is super fun. Um, now we have. Ooh, the cape blend. So these are not necessarily separate. Ca- it's you know you don't just put a cape on and it. These are this trend is more. It's incorporated into the pattern mm-hmm. and the style. So you know dresses with capelets like kind of sewn on on the shoulders and so lots of things like that draping draping over the shoulders too. So not just. Um, not just a cape. And mm-hmm. I kind of thought the the LED wrap dress is kind it you could kind of see this get get into that trend a little bit that just kind of over the shoulder skim as well actually as the the glam uh dress so along kind of covers this as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and um the Berta style dress that I made uh to wear to the uh opera in Austria has a built-in oh, yeah. uh, cape like that. Mm-hmm. Really love that dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm so ahead of the trends. I know, mm-hmm. Kate. You, yeah, you're way ahead of this one. I love yeah, I was like a year and a half made. ahead of that. It, it, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't just that I liked it. And yeah, never mind. I'm just gonna shut up now. Oh no, no, no. That's no. I love that dress, but I, I love capes because uh, I like something you know covering the shoulders mm-hmm. and flowy. I think that's really nice. Okay, next one is, oh, I love this one, Mm -hmm. Living Room Disco. So this is taking, you know, loose silhouettes and just kind of like, think sequin, like lounge pants, sequin sweatshirts, sequin kind of more loose dresses and jumpsuits. So we're just kind of bringing the disco to loungewear. And this one you really see kind of, (laughs) Amanda's doing a little dance. I know, I feel like we need some disco music (laughs) inserted right here. (laughs) I know. So yeah, this trend I really see that you know the designers did take into consideration. You know, you can't not take the the world climate into you know the um yeah, into consideration of your design. So this one I think was, you know, COVID influenced, you know, people just more at home but still wanting to be comfy and fancy. Yeah, I feel like we are all going to be due for like a little bit of flair after yes you know, the intense amount of sweatpants we've been wearing, which I am totally team sweatpants, but, um, this was definitely one of my favorites mm-hmm. of the, of the bunch. All right. Now we have Amanda's favorite trend next. <laughs> cut out and keep. <laughs> I was, I thought it would say cut out and keep out, but, uh, I, I think didn't I write it down wrong? No, I, it just feels like that. The title should just have that at the end. But yeah, so I mean, it's so weird. Cutouts—they're—they're they're just not really going away. So these yeah. are seeing like lots of more side rib cage yeah. cutouts. Yeah, uh-huh. and I—I I actually I like it. I, yeah. I feel like I—I I guess as long as it's not like the cold shoulder cutout oh, scenario. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was like there's some really neat architectural and like. I don't know, some really interesting hap- things happening. I don't know about this one, like taking it to the, like how you would actually wear it in mm-hmm. real life. But I don't think that always has to be the the end result. Oh, So yeah. Amanda, you don't like the cold shoulder. How do you feel about the cold elbow? Because I totally <laughs> saw that. <laughs> that was, that one was weird. That, that okay. just makes me... 
<laughs> yeah, nervous. <laughs> oh yeah, the cold elbow is is so funny. But I like this trend kind of transcends into I like a back cutout. I like yeah. an open back for mm-hmm. for a garment. And actually, this uh, one of these tops really reminded me. Uh, I think that yeah, um, the Salvador Ferragamo. Uh, top. I actually just sewed a version is the Atlas top from Stitch Witch Patterns where the back kind of has that wrap peekaboo effect. So that could be a really sewable way to wear this trend. Just like a little cutout in the back. I love that. Yeah, I'm into it. I I feel like it, this trend could work for me maybe with active wear. Like I feel like oh, that's a pretty totally. easy place. Um, or swimwear. You know, I think that's that's a a standard place where you could maybe incorporate this. But I really, mm-hmm. I thought some of the pieces that, you know, were more high-end, more evening, were really just, I don't know. I, I was pretty captivated by this trend, actually. Oh! <laughs> Surprising to myself. Yeah, this one actually, uh, similar to the flossing one, is a little bit of a throwback for me, yeah, too. I'm totally. kind of seeing some, yeah, that mm-hmm. early, too. Like, I'm all those movies, you know, I could totally see what's that maybe she's all that you know them wearing mm-hmm. these like type of uh, i love mm-hmm. all those those movies so next we have i was surprised by this trend i just don't know what i i don't know the return of the corset yeah i mean i just was surprised to see this uh but i mean some of the designers interpret uh, interpreted it as you know we have little corset belts over top of loose fitting garments so not necessarily a full on course to address but that was um some of them but yeah i guess just i was just surprised yeah that doesn't that seems like a hard next yeah, step exactly after the pandemic yeah fashions. Mm-hmm. you know but. i i generally like as a general rule kind of enjoy the corset look um mm-hmm. i am not feeling it for myself or you know anybody right now um, I mean, just yeah. God, no! <laughs> I want to be able to slump. <laughs> Let me slump <laughs> <laughs> and breathe. You know, and breathe and yeah. breathe. Yeah, and breathe. Though so so a, have- a well-fitted corset should let you breathe. Okay, that's Good to true. Mm-hmm. Now we have a lady with a twist. So this is kind of just wearing a dress and then putting like a hoodie over top of it, just kind of mixing what you would think not you know, lady-like quote-unquote styles just with these kind of casual elements. This is really, you know, COVID-driven, I feel too. You know, if you just want to kind of mix, have fun with your wardrobe. Maybe you do want to wear a dress, but you just love that hoodie that you've been in all day and you just kind of layering different styles together. Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. Yeah, I I liked this one um, because I feel like, yeah, my... um, my clothing choices have definitely been impacted yeah. by the pandemic, but also um, I think I'm heading a little bit more sporty than normal because of the, yeah. the skating influence. Oh, totally. So like I'm definitely, and I mean, I love hoodies altogether. Yeah. I think, I feel like I'm going to, this is going to be me after the pandemic, like going to the office and I'm just going to be like this mishmash of styles. So I'm feeling this one. Mm-hmm. Amanda with a twist. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around it. And like, I kind of 
I kind of get the concept, but I'm not sure that I have the ability to take those all those different elements and put them together in any sort of coherent way. So, uh-huh. it, yeah, it was just, it's just something I have like I I I look at it and I think I wouldn't mind wearing that, but in a lot of ways I'm also like I have no idea how I would actually accomplish this. So, for what that's worth. I actually made um for my I haven't posted it yet, but I um you know, I made the decision to read bring back to life Meg's magazine mashup. So I actually made a bomber jacket from the January issue of Berta, but I sewed the sleeves in a sheer, like a floral oh, sheer. And then it's like black twill and ribbing for the rest. So I feel like that really falls. It's just, yeah, those kind of bomber jacket styles and hoodies, just uh, it's low key lux. That's what I love. Yeah. This trend. Mm-hmm. Now we have net benefit. So this is, you know, textiles with like open weaves and nets and there's even some crocheted elements in here, just kind of big overlayers. And I like how they're not styled in a, you would think that this would be, oh, a cover-up way. They're just kind of fashion. And I think that's Mm -hmm. so cool. I think this is a really fun trend to kind of use up those specialty fabrics that you might have had in your stash forever and it's mm-hmm. out of this open fabric and you're just make a big you know layer and just put it on something that you you already have and i think it'd be really cool i like the focus on like the textural aspect yes. uh-huh. of the and you know the the fibers themselves but this one definitely makes me nervous like between kids and cats and oh. you know i just feel like i would have to wear with caution, although I can appreciate it. It's, I think mm-hmm. this one is one of the harder ones for me to think about actually incorporating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to look at this one. Yeah. I do yeah. not think that this and is maybe one touch. that I could wear. Yeah. On somebody else in, in an appropriate way. Um, but socially distanced, mm-hmm. socially distanced. But I feel like that, I feel like every time I walked by a doorknob, I get totally. caught on it. I know. I guess I didn't think about the practicality of this one. <laughs> That's the thing about fashion is I always I know. look at the practicality. Me too. <laughs> That's the last thing I think of, until I'm actually wearing it and I go, oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at any moment when fashion should be like fun and distraction and impractical, like I feel like we can have that now. Like we should all like let oh, ourselves have that. Yes. Yes. 100%. Okay, last one. Between the lines. So, stripes, just energizing stripes, like bold ones, multicolored ones, just lots of different things. And I noticed I love the interpretation of, you know, stripes. Um, Helen's Closet, Yanta striped overalls. She just mm-hmm. did a, a tutorial on her on her Instagram of, you know, using the striped fabric for overalls and, you know, using it in different ways. And I just, I love stripes. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. But Meg, I have a question. <laughs> Meg, I have a question for you as somebody who's been to fashion school. So one of those pictures under that um, category was a suit that was done in vertical stripes. So it was, I think, trousers and a, and a blazer. But the um, the sleeves on the blazer 
um, the stripes were on a diagonal. And so my question is, did they cut those sleeves on the bias or did they have a separate version of the fabric made with a diagonal stripe in it so that it wouldn't twist? Because I cannot for the life of me figure out how you would do that. Interesting. I know I'm looking at that uh, right now. I mean, it looks like a the sleeve does have some drape to it. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be cut on the bias, but I could totally understand if they did go the route of, I just don't think, I don't know. I think that they cut it on the bias. That's what I think. Okay. I was just really, really curious when I looked at that. It's I know, pretty I striking. It is. It is. It's yeah, very striking. It's it's a really neat effect. I really yeah. like it. But I was sitting there like, would that twist on you? Would that be like really uncomfortable to wear? So I had to ask. <laughs> yeah, and I do love this trend of, I mean, if you have a lot of panels in a in a garment, I always say that the green line do- doesn't 100, you can rotate it, not, you know, to yep. get a cool effect for princess panels and straps and stripes are one of my favorite things to play around with, with piecing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, everything like that. So cool. Especially when you sew a dart in to see how the direction can, it, it just gives the most striking effect. Oh, love it. Yay, All stripes. right. Yeah, so that brings us to the end. So, quick, what is just our best and our worst, or like our most favorite? Like, it's not to really wear or sew yourself, or just kind of your general favorite for inspiration, or what you just were drawn to. How, Amanda, you go first. What was your best and worst? Um, favorite was definitely well, actually, it's toss up. I really love the black and white trend. I love the graphic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, effect. But probably going to go with Living Room Disco because I just sewed like a head-to-toe gold silk velvet, or not silk velvet, (laughs) stretch velvet outfit, and it was like the most fun thing ever. (laughs) So I love it. Um, Least favorite for me was probably the netting or the cape. I'm... I don't know what it is about me, but I just have a very, I have a, a cape aversion. And <laughs> I, they just seem really impractical. And I'm like, just wear sleeves or, you know, I think it, when I look at them, it makes me cold. I, that might be actually what it is. That's funny. How about you, Kate? Well, um, I, my, I think my favorite is Take the Floor, which is the kind of sheer maxi mm. dress. Um, look just because I, I don't know, just right at this exact moment, I'd really like to be in the kind of weather where I can put on a sheer, um, like a gauze maxi dress or something and go swanning around my house. So I don't know. It could just be that. Um, and I, you know, I have a kind of feminine, um, I love a feminine things that I don't usually indulge. So, um, and I didn't really hate, hate any of these though. There are quite a few on my list of, I would never do that. Um, so I'm going to say that the do the floss ones, maybe not my favorite and the, and the bralette, you know, just the, just the super midriff, especially because for me, I don't really like high-waisted pants and I don't really like showing off my midriff. So none of the, neither of those really appeal to me that much. What can I say? Mm-hmm. How about you, Meg? Well, my, my favorite, I also chose living room disco. 
that is just, I just, oh, I love it. I love just incorporating fabulous fabrics into like a loungewear, like loose mm-hmm. thing that you just just wear around the house. I think that one's super fun. And then my worst is actually the corset. I just don't understand it. I just don't. I'm just not a corset person. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my worst. All right. Now let's just go through which trend we are most likely to actually sew and incorporate into, you know, our wardrobe or our, you know, capsule or just like a garment that we're making for this spring, summer, 2021. Let's kick us off again, Amanda. What are okay. you going <laughs> to... I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, I am well underway with Living Room Disco, and I just got a very large shipment of Stretch Velvet in. Nice. So I will just be swanning in Stretch Velvet for the foreseeable future. And um, and also one of the... Um, one of my projects for... Um, the spring summer that I'm kind of most excited about, although it's kind of a, a humble, so it's not anything crazy exciting, but I'm, I am excited about it is definitely on the black and white graphic side of the spectrum. So mm-hmm. those two for me. Nice. Well, how about you, Kate? Well, um, I think the wide strides are, are pretty much a given. I've got some straight up plans for that, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I can also totally, totally see myself getting some double gauze and going for like a wilder gown or something Ooh. in that whole yes. just... I just, oh, I just, I'm just oh, thinking yeah. about when it's really hot because my house doesn't have good air conditioning that we might be getting some put in. We'll see, but it's really hot, and I just feel like floating around in something really, really light like that. So, yep, those are the ones I'm thinking. How about you, Meg? I was, yeah, I was thinking for that trend. You know, you think of sheer like chiffons and but a gauze, like a mm-hmm. double gauze, would be fabulous for that trend too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a good idea. I would love a maxi dress or skirt and double gauze. The ones that I would um, actually, and I have been sewing them, is the bralette. I've just been on the, tr- I just loved to bralette. I just mm-hmm. oh, love it so much. Um, I think I really need to get that Nora top from Tint of Mint Patterns with the square neckline. Mm, I love it. So I'm definitely going to incorporate that as well as the netting one. I just got some really nice like open weave pre like crochet look fabric and I just kind of want to make just big netting layers I also got some mesh that has glitter and kind of per- gold pearls on it I want to make this kind of, I don't know so I love that too so I'm going to do those too in my in my sewing I can totally see that turning into like a a foam mermaid look oh yeah yeah I I don't so know how fun. I just that's yeah, no, I'm I'm just me. sitting here at the I'm like, oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's our inspiration just, episode. Yes. Remember, was it two? Oh, it must have been two oh two years ago. We re- remember we recorded, it must have been the 20, no, no, 2019 spring summer trends. And I was in Colorado filming and it was snowing mm-hmm. out that we were filmed. We recorded this kind of version of the episode. We were all together and it was snowing out oh, and it was yes. like in March. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, oh. I'm glad we are having this conversation when we're having it, even though it's oh, cold totally. outside, because totally. I don't know, I'm, I'm in the mood to get started on my summer sewing because oh, I yeah. just, I feel like I'm not going to want to sew very much this summer. I'm going to want to be too. outside. I'm exactly. going to want to, you know, be skating and 
frolicking and going places, maybe, hopefully, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. I, I feel like I'll probably leave a few things for the summer, but I just I have a feeling that when we can get out, I'm going to want to get out. That's a really good point. Yeah, just do it now so yeah. you can really enjoy your your summer, get outside and do all those things. Yep. So, so nice. That's my plan. Cool. Well, there we have it. There's another little trend roundup for, for everyone. <laughs> oh, so fun to just dive into the, just get lost in all the runway trends and styles and just have fun with it. Love Indeed. It. So inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll, well take a little break and then, yeah, we'll come back with Detailed things of what we're sewing patterns we have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We've talked about the trends. Now let's talk a little bit about what we are going to sew. I think we've each kind of discussed our plan for the year and our approach to planning or our approach to non-planning, as the case may be. Um, And instead of spelling everything out in fun detail, let's just talk about the highlights. I am curious, Megan, Kate, what your top three things you're most excited about to sew for spring and summer are. Meg, why don't you kick us off? Well, I was just talking about that kind of open crochet fabric. I have enough to make a layer, but I also do want to make a crochet cover-up. I got tons of yardage of it because I've been swimming a lot more and just, yeah, getting outside and so really want to make that as well as golf rompers. I was Yay. trying to think of a word. Mm. Gol- golfer, I guess gompers. Oh, geez. Gomper. Okay. I no. need to stop. No, don't call it gomper. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, yeah. So I guess I love, I think the Zadie would be a really good one because it has mm-hmm. uh, nice deep pockets for, you need so many pockets with golfing. And just kind of a cropped where I would do, like you did, Kate, you mm-hmm. uh, did more of a short style. So I want to make, yeah, just golfing rompers or the Peppermint uh, Magazine pattern. They just released a new one called the Valley Jumpsuit. And I can't remember if it has pockets or not, but I could add them. It has that button-up style. I think I was mm-hmm. like, I could add a collar to kind of give that preppy golf look. So going to make golfing rompers. And then lastly, I want to make kind of like a little... Uh, blouse. I got the Gilbert blouse top from Helen's Closet forever ago, and I have it printed, but I just got this uh, avocado printed fabric. So I want to make like a novelty button up blouse, and I'll probably open it too. I feel like, <laughs> oh, that's so cute. yes, like right now, novelty oh, prints. Yeah. I feel like it's the moment for novelty prints. Like, yes. have some fun. Oh, yeah. So the, those are my kind of top three that I'm most excited about making and wearing. Awesome. All right, Kate, you are up. All right. Well, um, so when I was going through making my final decision about which overalls I wanted to sew, I happened mm-hmm. to come across the Amy jumpsuit, which I don't think I had ever actually looked at before. And then I was like, oh, that's why they love it so much. Mm-hmm. So um, that's on my list. Um, definitely want just like those big wide legs. I'm like, yes, please. Yes, I want. So um, I want to make an Amy jumpsuit. 
I still have some of my pile of linen left from last mm-hmm. summer that never actually got made. And my beloved linen Pagosa pants, I've already had to fix the uh, butt seam twice because they <laughs> it just starts, it just keeps shredding on me. So I think maybe they're about worn out for public wearing. So um, I think a pair mm-hmm. of Pagosa pants and a pair of Ninis with those two different uh, shades, I'm still trying to decide which which color gets which fabric or which which mm. color gets which pattern that's what i was trying to say um but definitely good old traditional wide leg crop linen pants yes please and you then you could do each of them could have both colors you could cut one leg so they would both have both <laughs> i could do that yes i could <laughs> always an option i, like I will it. not <laughs> but i could <laughs> Um, and then last year, one of my summer goals was to actually stitch the Delphi dress that I had cut out and I 100% did not. And it is sitting right above my head, staring at me in pieces. So Mm -hmm. I am going to stitch together that dress. Dang it. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. I am determined. (laughs) Lovely plans. How about you, Amanda? Thank you for asking. I've, uh, I used to be so good about drawing out my plans and making big lists. And now it has devolved into just like a random list in my phone that I occasionally add to and then look to when I can't remember what I was going to make next. Um, It's really a different situation now and I'm okay with it. So I think first up, I am going to make a short sleeve gingham roscoe it's a black and white gingham and i think kate didn't you make a short sleeve roscoe i did i did and i I really like it i i have not i've hacked the roscoe so many ways and made so many different versions but i've never made a short sleeve one so i think i'm gonna do that um i've got some fabric that i thrifted um it's some kind of poly rayon blend but it's this really nice umber color and i think i'm gonna do an ogden cami dress hack with it oh and that's a good idea i'm really excited about that just to for just for swanning potential if you know there's somewhere that i need to swan to um and <laughs> a bazillion stretch velvet skate pants um and maybe some shorts um meg yeah. we've talked a little bit about velvet shorts and um i don't know shorts are something that i just I feel really utilitarian about, um, mm. not super excited about. So I think I'm going to try to do, we have a um, pattern in the summer issue for some shorts that are actually pretty darn cute. So I'm going to try to get excited about making some shorts. Would you do like a bike short, ver- uh, like a stretch of a bike short could be super cute. Yes. Too. And I, I have actually, I made a batch of bike shorts. Cause oh, I've, yes, you did. I'm into bike shorts. Yeah. Um, so I could definitely see some stretch velvet bike shorts, maybe some little bit of ruffle here and there, like really strange territory. I don't know where I'm headed with those, but um, <laughs> but I feel like shorts are those that thing. You just need them. They're I don't know. Yeah, they're not like they're never like a going out garment for me. They're more like comfort or mm-hmm. ac- activity based. So I tend not to be as excited about them, but I'm going to try this this summer for mm-hmm. sure. I just love what skating has done for your sewing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel I feel really mixed up about it. Like I really? feel like I had such I mean I love it. it. I love that it's created a little bit more diversity in what I'm sewing and it's it was actually like sewing to fill a need because I didn't really have a lot of athleisure 
stuff before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a big influence on me this season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, like even opened the trends- up a- I mean, there was always this, you know, this is Amanda's style, you know? Yeah. And now yes. there's this is Amanda's style. And then also this is Amanda's yeah. style and they're completely different. I don't think they go together. I don't think they go together. But um, but again, just not trying to ponder it too hard and just have fun and so for joy. So for joy. I like that. Yep. yep. My it's my motto. Well, thanks, y'all. It's we're gonna have a fun season of sewing. We're gonna make some beautiful things. Yes, we are. Um, which brings us to our favorite part of the show, which is our So Joe segment. Um, wow, my mouth really didn't want to say that. Um, <laughs> so our So Joe segment is what is giving us our sewing mojo right at this exact moment. And it is always a, spe- a especially interesting one when we've been doing a trend episode because it always tends to kind of affect what we, we're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so Meg, why don't you start us off? What's your sojo today? Well, I have just been, as I mentioned at the top of the show, in knit sewing mode. I've made a couple Avery leggings that have been super fun. And now I'm venturing into more sweatpants. Mm. Uh, I made some Luna pants and I have cut out. So my sojo right now is this striped green uh, velour. And I'm making a matching like top and pants to it. Super cute. I got it forever ago from Match Points, dead stock fabric. And so I'm just having fun with yeah, velour sweatpants, and they're super bright and striped. So, oh, that nice. sounds so nice. Yeah, I could really use some velour sweats. Yeah, you mm-hmm. could. Yeah, and I'm thinking about maybe the top. So, if you, uh, Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, they did kind of a to promote the collaboration for their new like velour for Skims her line. They did velour sweatpants and like a velour like tube top and they you know were walking on the streets together to get you know paparazzi shots and i was like i kind of want to do that <laughs> so i might make a matching oh, tube top and just throw it back <laughs> the early 2000s are coming back <laughs> oh so i think i haven't made the top yet but i'm thinking tube top so nice well i so look forward fun. to seeing it how about you amanda what's your sojo um as I mentioned, I'm staring at a lot of stretch velvet, so I better get sewing. Um, I'm also, I'm excited that I've I've kind of jumped into my um, Use 9 2021 grid, and I'm oh. actually using some um, of my fabrics that I had picked to use. I just finished making a Penrose peasant blouse with sleeves out of some fabric that was had been sitting around for a while, some stripey double gauze and the Roscoe blouse that I'm planning is, um, using a gingham that's been in my stash for a while. So, you know, that's only two of nine, but (laughs) I feel like that's, that's progress. And it makes me, it's been a nice, like starting place. You know, when you get, when you finish something and you're like, okay, well, I, I mean, I do this and I'm like, well, what am I sewing next? Um, I've been looking to that grid and just thinking about, you know, focusing Mm -hmm. on those, um, pieces. So that's been uh-huh. really inspiring. And um, I'm wearing like all black today. So I obviously haven't been super inspired by this, but I love the idea of the So Happy Color 2021 with a hashtag challenge that's going on right now. Um, I don't know if this is what year or number this is uh, for this challenge, but it's the month of March. 
Um, each week is a different color and you just have fun with color. La uh, the week one was pinks and reds. So people wearing lots of pinks, lots of reds, combining them together in cool ways and really thinking about color theory with that. Mm. Um, week two is yellows and oranges and it just continues through the month. If you follow the hashtag, yeah. you can see some people doing really amazing things, but I don't know. I just, I love it. I love watching it. I just don't have, I don't have the energy <laughs> for it. <laughs> I should I think do I'll jump in on Green Week. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Just, you could do a whole month of green. I know. What did you say that was? So happy color, twenty twenty. It's hashtag so happy color twenty twenty one, and Katie Cortman um, organizes it, and it is just a great like deep dive into color theory and really kind of getting out of your color comfort zone and challenging yourself. I wish I was in the mood, but I'll just have to be inspired from afar this year. <laughs> mm. yeah thanks for sharing all that yeah i didn't know about all this that hashtag going on mm. i love hearing oh, yeah. about something new i can get i have to add that to my to my list oh yeah yeah I very check cool stuff out. all right well i have been plugging away as i mentioned at my um tamarack jacket but then yesterday i was just uh going through my emails and um, i saw that i had a new pattern from tasuti fabric had just been announced and that is the inez shirt and i kind of looked at it and i was like "Ooh." Um, it's, uh, it's a little bit flared. Um, it's a button down, but it's got a lot of the look of my favorite gallery tunic. Um, and you know, I don't usually make button down shirts because it's not really a shape that works great for me. And also I hate buttons, but this one looks very, very tempting. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of eyeing that and thinking, you know, this may be my first, um, me made button down. Oh, I know. Yeah. I need to look up that. Powder. Yeah, I, I like it. It's super cute. I, I feel like it's it's a nice blend of kind of the there's like a workwear vibe to it. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, I think the flare does give it kind of like a little yeah. bit of a feminine touch to it. And it looks it really looks kind of refined. Comfortable. Yeah, oh, yeah. It looks super sure. comfortable. It's got a it's got a yoke in the back with a pleat. Um, the sleeves look nice and, and uh, like they're not going to, you know bind you up too much i don't know it just it just looks really like something i'd like to try so uh oh check it's lovely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh it's so lovely oh, i need to make one too yeah. <laughs> super feeling excited about that so that is yeah inez shirt from tasuti uh fabrics i said patterns i think but it's fabrics uh, yeah, i love so. just the one pocket on yeah. the hip that's so cool yeah, and it's so got cheap. it's got a like um if you if you read the blog about it it's got like a some sort of like s invisible technique for applying applying it which gives it a kind of floating <gasps> so three dimensional no look. Ooh. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's the segment where we <laughs> discover new patterns where we yes. shop each other's <laughs> inspiration. Well, <laughs> I'm 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 like actually literally shocked because I have never in my life been like, have you guys ever seen this pattern and have these yeah. two people say no? So <laughs> Yeah, that's a new just one for me. I just said well, it was released like literally yesterday, but uh oh. the, the, as of the day of recording. But uh I, I just assumed you guys would have seen it. So um I'm feeling nope. very cool right now. You're oh, so yeah. cool. Oh. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So now as we all contemplate how cool I am, let's um, move on <laughs> to our sew and tell section. Um, so last episode, we asked you, what fit issues have you conquered or what are you still struggling with? And we got some really great responses. Um, we're going to read a few of them. Meg, you want to start us off? Yeah, such a great episode turned to such great feedback and uh, responses from from you all. So love, love when you guys share. So first on Instagram, we had uh, Kiwi So Sween. Um, they said, I think I have finally sorted out the top half of my body with a combination of an FBA and a hollow chest adjustment. Now I just need to work on the perfect solution for pants to get from my smaller waist to my several sizes, larger hips without looking like I'm all angles instead of curves. Yeah. To like blend yeah, all the lines together. Wow. Great feedback, but good. You got that an FBA mm-hmm. uh, perfected. That's great. Yeah. It's always, it's always several elements, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I, I really like your, um, I really like, uh, this person's, uh, handle oh. i i think they might so i think they I. might be in vienna actually because vien is oh yeah you say vienna in german so uh, oh yeah. cool so anyway if you are um i i love your city anyway amanda <laughs> um we also heard from at faith in a seed who said i have finally figured out how important the high bust measurement mm-hmm. is i'm still struggling with fitting for my narrow shoulders Thank you for your podcast. I love it. Um, I just messed up a make by not paying attention to my high bust measurement. So I feel like this one was um, a little bit of destiny. I had to add, you know, a little design feature along the side seam to give myself (laughs) a little bit of extra room, um, which just happens sometimes, but I, I do, I forget about that one. That one is, I always forget about that one. And it's so important. And I feel like, um, I pretty much for me, I'm pretty straight size and I'm incredibly lucky in that way, except for the high bust measurements. So that's probably an area where I should spend a little bit of time and really kind of finesse that. And at least, you know, remember to look at it next time. So (laughs) yeah, live and learn. And then we also heard from Kel K. Chose de Rose, I think. Um, that's a lot of letters, but I think that's how you would pronounce it. Uh, who said, my bust is usually one size smaller than my waist, which is one size smaller than my hips. I also have a child-sized torso. I figured out how to adjust for my larger bottom half, but things are still a struggle for my top half. Um, and this one kind of talked uh, talk, spoke to me a little bit because mm-hmm. um, I yeah. also tend to have a smaller um, upper measurement mm-hmm. than lower measurement, though it's not quite as um, step, stepped level as that. Um, but I've managed to learn how to adjust for my smaller top, but I'm still having some issues with my larger mm-hmm. bottom half. So um, good luck for you figuring out the top and good luck for me figuring out my bottom. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week... Uh, we would like to know what are your seasonal sewing plans and are you following any of the trends? Mm-hmm. We would love to know. Gonna do if some. There's any uh, flossers out disco. there. <laughs> yeah. Now's your time. <laughs> flossers, cutouts. If you manage to do the uh, if you manage to do the netting thing without getting caught on every doorknob that you pass, let us know. Um, or like cause... combine all of them into yes. one amazing garment. 
I just realized yes. that's why I don't mind the netting trend because we don't have any door. We just live in one big room. <laughs> it must be a thing. Because I, I literally, I was like, doorknobs, like they scare me, even with big kind of bell sleeves. I, I'm just right? always catching them. Well, well when I, I when I walked down, <laughs> I walked downstairs from, from my, my main lo- floor to my lowest floor today, um, carrying my computer with its power cord, uh, to do this recording. And I managed to get caught on the banister. And then as soon as I got myself off oh. the banister, I got caught on the ironing board <laughs> and I was just like, you have got to be kidding me with this. And this was just a computer court, right? If I, ugh, if I had something netted, netting on, it would just be everything and the cats. Because, you know, yeah. ooh, that looks like something fun to grab. Exactly. Um, quick reminder, our Penrose Peasant Blouse yes. Sew Along is going strong. I'm starting to see some of those pop up in the wild. And it is making me so, so happy. I love that blouse pattern. So It's so, so cute. Yep. Um, pretty easy to find on SewDaily.com. Yeah. Can't wait to see what you make fun episode you guys I've got all yeah. kinds of ideas floating through my head now i know same yeah. <laughs> might have to keep my eyes out for some sort of black and white pattern oh, oh yeah. yeah all right <laughs> all right everybody until next time happy stitching. until next time bye for links to everything we talked about in this episode go to our show notes page at sodaily.com slash so and tell if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sewandtellpodcast at goldenpeakmedia.com or visit us on Instagram at sewandtellpod. Answer the sewandtell question, tell us your sojo, or just leave us some feedback. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice and please leave us a review, ideally a good one, because that helps listeners like you find our podcast. And tell your sewing friends about us too. Thanks for listening and happy stitching. Sew and Tell is a Sew Daily podcast and produced by Golden Peak Media. It's hosted and produced by Meg Healy, Amanda Carestio, and me, Kate Zeinard. Daisha Clay is our producer. Director of podcasts is Jared Mayer. Tiffany Warble is director of content. Kelsey Ratterman handles our marketing. And Andrea Lotz does all things digital. If you'd like more information on sponsoring or advertising on Sew and Tell, go to goldenpeakmedia.com. <laughs>